Landon Roberts arrived in Miami as a two-time Super Bowl champion, but the title that has proven most significant during his Dolphins tenure is leader. The challenge, I feel like, with a lot of people, why they run away from leadership is because now you got to hold yourself at a certain standard. So I embrace it. When I mess up in practice or when I do this or when I do that or or stuff ain't right, the coaches might be like, E-Rob going to get it right because we know him. And I was cool, coach, but no, that ain't the standard. I'm, I'm not leaving here until we get it right today. I'm Seth Levitt, a former member of the Dolphins Media Relations Department. And I'm O.J. McDuffie, a former member of the Dolphins Wide Receiver Corps. And today in the Fist Tank, we sit down with a Miami linebacker whose physical play, tireless work ethic, and sage advice inspires teammates and coaches alike. Somebody call DJ Preach. We're about to dive in. You're now diving into the Fish Tank. Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one. one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, welcome back to the Fish Tank right here on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network, Seth Levitt, DJ Priest is in the back, and my main man OJ McDuffie, Juice, back in the building. Hey man, love, love, right? Love being in the building, man. Always fun coming in here in the, the Wingfield wing. You know, <laughs> the Wingfield wing. Facility, I know right? everybody else hates when I we know, say that. I know, I know. It feels feel like this is Wingfield's spot. <laughs> For sure. Good stuff, though, man. Good stuff. Yeah, and, and it's it's starting to smell like football a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I had some work today. I don't know when this thing's going to run, but you guys had some work today. And we have yet another current player. We must, you must be doing something right. No way. Because they only had us talking no, to the old a, guys. That's Ann and Renzo, <laughs> But man. now we got the guys who are still Ann on the Renzo. payroll. Ann and sure. Renzo, I like it. Maybe yep. Jason Jenkins Maybe a, Jason little bit. a little bit. Alandon Roberts joins us in the fish tank. How are you feeling today, man? I'm feeling good, man. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be chilling, talking to you guys today. Yeah, appreciate it. Well, I like that you're chilling. I don't want you to come in here like on edge or anything. We try to make everybody feel comfortable. That's your big linebacker, man. We don't, yeah, we, I don't want to piss anybody off. We want, it, we want off. it real calm in this dog. I don't want to get knocked out of Now, I feel like after I had kids, you know, I know how to turn that switch off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny, man. They do. They find that way, right? No matter what it is. Yeah. You have how many kids? Two kids? I have two. Boy and girl? Two I girls? A, yeah, I have a girl and a boy. Okay. Uh, my, uh, my daughter's two, my son one. Oh, man. Y'all yeah. got them COVID babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Getting it in. Hey, man, you got to find a way to be productive, right? I like that. I like that. Good stuff. Well, as we just mentioned, OTAs, mini camps, I don't know what's mandatory. You told me everything's voluntary, so I'll trust your judgment on yeah. that. And you had the meetings and the whole thing. And, and as I said, it does start to feel like football again. But this is what I've always wondered. So for a guy like yourself, who makes your living juice it's it's the oh shit collisions it's yeah. not just a collision sport but it's like when when you hit somebody everybody in the stadium feels it and so at this time of the year when it's like the the underwear olympics and guys are running around in shorts and t-shirts and the running backs can't be hit and they're sitting there and think they're making all these moves and stuff what kind of, what do you get out of this time of the year not saying that there aren't other elements of your game, but, you, you know, you, the, the physical nature of your play is so prevalent. So I just wonder what a guy like yourself gets out of this time of the year. Well, this time for me, man, I really get out of it. The I look I look into, like, what offenses can do to me, you know, what type of situations they'll put me in. So, for like, if I can't be physical, you know, that, that this time of the year – like I can work on technique. I can work on, 
you know, shedding blocks without putting my head in there. Right. I can work on, okay, so if I can't be real physical at the line with them when I'm having a tight end or have a running back, I can work on my feet, work on my hips, make sure I'm staying low to my surface, you know, and stuff like that. So I just take advantage of that, you know. And, um, I mean, when the running back's doing their little run fits in practice and we blitzing and, you know, they think it's sweet, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I kind of just giggle. You know, yeah. they, they chirping, you know. I'm Just wait. Just wait, you know. And the O-line, they, they going full speed to the side. You know, they think they doing something. They might give you a little shove after the play. You you know, you're not fit to hit your O-lineman out this time, so you're kind of running around blocks. And I'm kind of like, bro, I don't run through blocks. I don't not run around blocks. Right. You know, this this your moment. Have your moment. Enjoy, enjoy. enjoy. But it's enjoy coming. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, like your, your time is coming, That's you know. Right. And what they say, I hope you prepared yourself. Right. Your time is coming. Do you let them know, like, hey, it – it's not going to, you know, don't get it twisted. Like, it's not going to be like this. So don't oh, expect it to be like yeah, this. Yeah, I let them know. Yeah. I, I tell them all the time. I'll be sitting in my locker. Yeah, you think it's sweet. <laughs> yeah, you I, remind them after practice. Uh, I remind them after doing. Okay. Before, we can just be having coffee. Right. Just talking. I'll be like, man, you remember yesterday in practice? Yeah. That ain't going to happen, though. I'm just letting right, you know. Right, and right, they, right. They, they start laughing and stuff. And they... <laughs> But that's that's my dogs. <laughs> well, that's good for them to know for you, but also when they, you know, when they get out there and someone's wearing a different colored jersey, yeah. they can't expect that either. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of that? I, I think it's outstanding, man. I stay away from guys like Well, that's what I want to know. know. E-Rob, I think you mixed you know, it up as a only time I caught somebody like E Rob is when I, you know, in the the illegal now blind side block. Right. <laughs> otherwise I stay as far away from them cats as much as yeah. possible, you know right. what I mean? So that's 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 my game plan right there. And you know, you know me, I try to – I became friends with all the guys on defense yeah. because, you know, in the locker room, that's that's why I wanted to have my back. Right? Yeah. Soft-ass offensive dudes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I need the defense on my side. I never heard you actually say it like that. But there's a bunch I of them. You know, you know there's a bunch of soft dudes on that side of the ball, man. A bunch of defense, Worried about man. what they look like and how far the towel's hanging out. Well, that's important, too, now. Oh, I was Don't waiting for it. Twisted, the uniform, the fit's always important. Okay. You know what I mean? Play good, look good, you know? Yeah. But now, I let, I let my offense know just – from a leadership standpoint too, like uh, all that out on the field that we do, we get each other better. You know, I'm that's just my nature. I'm I'm a talk, you know, and, and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I need you just as much as you know. what I'm saying we all need each other and stuff like that. So you know, them, the offensive guys, man. Like I tell them all the time, man. You ever need me? You know, I know we're not in the same meeting rooms, but we're on the same team. So as football players, we go through a lot off this field. Right. You know that you gotta when you hit that door, you gotta put away. You know, like every day we we ask to be a better version of ourselves. Man, it's hard to just be that be that same version every day yeah. in life. Right. You know, so I tell them like anything you going through, man, my locker right there. You come talk to me. We do this. We do that. When we on the field, I, I gotta tell you down. Right. But after we get off the field, come talk to me. Right. We, exactly we can talk right. about it. You know what I'm saying and stuff like you that. Gotta because, respect yeah, that. You know, it, it is what it is and, and whatnot. But offense, defense, special teams, I, I respect it all. And any of them guys, I don't. I don't, to be honest, man, I don't care if you the guy that's in equipment that's just hanging our stuff up every day. I'm going to treat you with respect. And if you ever need me or you just want to, hey, E-Rob, how you, uh, this and that, just ask. Especially when they're cool. built like Charlie Thiel. Yeah. Big-ass right. Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah, Charlie, 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 man. Big Charlie, man. <laughs> hey, look, I just knew. I said, man, that, that can't be. It can't <laughs> be. Crazy, he got to right? play. He, man, Charlie when I first got day. here. For but, we lived together for about six or seven yeah. years. Oh, and yeah? we, man, I love bringing Charlie out to the basketball court or whatever because yeah. I can talk shit. I, I, and, and I was not like, get hey, behind I'm him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Man, when I first That's got crazy, here, I thought right? he was just helping out in the equipment room. I was like, man, like you, 
I'm like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah, man. Charlie yeah. going to be playing workout every morning, yeah, too. He don't, he don't yeah, miss yeah. it. He does not miss it. You know, speaking of going through a lot, man, think about it. A year ago, you know, you were coming off or recovering from, you know, your first major injury. Tell me what it took for you, both mentally and physically, you know, and what you were going through, you know, when you were having to deal with that, man. That's, I mean, that's something that you hadn't had to deal with in your, in your career. Yeah, like, for me, it kind of put a lot in perspective. You know, I got, like, dark grind on. That's, like, something I go by because we, as men, we can tell our spouses or our parents, like, man, how we feeling it. You really want them to understand it, you know? But they never will because it's your grind. It's what you put in. You're going to get everything out of it. You know, we can pour what we think. They understand, but they'll never understand because it's your grind. Right. So all the time, your grind really going to be in the dark. No matter what you do, football player, coach, uh, lawyer, police officer, no matter what you do, that grind for what you're passionate about, that's on you. Mm. You know, all you can really have is your supporting staff, but they'll never understand that grind. So I'm like, like me, I came up with this motto, like, that grind is going to always be dark. So when I got hurt, man, it was like, I feel like I mentally just put myself in like a, 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 a trend of this one I'm coming back, and if I'm not back by the first game, I will handle it after that. But that's my goal. So it's you said first, that, that I set the goal. Timeline. I set my timeline like I'm gonna be back, hmm. no matter what. And you know, at that time, my son was on his way. My my wife and kids they had went back to Houston to our home in Houston, and I was just here the whole time. I flew home to uh, be there obviously for my son's birth. I stayed for two weeks like that. My wife, she was a, a track runner. So she ran for the University of Houston, went pro. She she done with it now and whatnot. And, uh, you know, she she just seen that look in my eye and she said, go hand the business. Mm, yeah. And I was like, all right. And then like two days back later, I was dark. back in Miami. Yeah. Wow. Locked in. Right. And how, how different are things now? Now that you've gone through, you, you've been through that grind, now that you're back out there, you know, you're running around and, you know what I mean? And I'm not thinking about the injury and things, just going through the OTA, the mm-hmm. mental part of it. And you talked a little bit about, you know, <laughs> you know how it's not – you can't use the physical part of everything. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a, a much better feeling going into the offseason healthy, you know oh, what I mean, oh, compared man. to what it was. Tremendous yeah. <laughs> feeling. Like, all last year, I rehab. Yeah. Yep. I didn't have time to say, oh, I need to get better at this. I need to get better at that. I need to get – so, for me personally, like, I didn't feel like I hit my stride to, like, the middle of the season. Mm. Of really like being able to work, being able in that tip top like shape of using my hands. You know, I was in shape, but just that uh, grabbing people, getting off, doing it. Da, 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 I didn't have that opportunity because I I wasn't all the way. I didn't really. I didn't come back into the middle of training camp. People don't know? even think about that. Yeah. Right. So you know that that was you know. But I had coaches. You know, which we still have our same uh, defense staff. They they care about you, so they they gave me time to get back to being who I was. You know, and this year. Being able to be out there with the guys in OTAs, uh, training, getting better, like it feels great, man. Like I, <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> there's, there's no lonelier yeah. feeling than being rehab. Oh man, when everybody else is out there working, oh, man. there's man. no lonelier feeling, man. And Especially you got look at Troy every day. Yeah, a lot of coaches don't even talk to you sometimes. Man, I was with man, Troy every day. That's, yeah, my man, that's my dog. Me and Troy built a relationship because they'll tell you I never go oh, in the training room. Right. Never. I didn't. I didn't. I see him, I speak, I keep moving. I don't hang in training rooms. I spent six months with Troy when I hurt my foot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We were in the pool in the back, the old facility. 
you know, where nobody was back there. Man. Just me, him, and the birds. And, and Troy, like, going through that, like, man, I can genuinely say, man, like, Troy way older than me, but I, I built, like, a big... Way older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, he's now, like, a big brother to me. Like, mm. I hit Troy, and I, if I, like, Troy, 6 a.m., man, I need to hit the BFR. I'm, you know, I need to da-da-da. I'm beat up, bud. Don't what worry is the about BFR? It. Help it's like out. a little machine. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, you knew what the yeah. BFR was? No, no, no. no it's yeah. not, I didn't know yeah. if they knew what yeah. the BFR was. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know what the BFR was. He like, uh, oh, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there at 5. Because yeah. Coach Troy going to work out at 5 o'clock in the morning. Same. Yeah, he a routine sure. guy. Well, he, he probably I, has know. a little mattress under his desk. <laughs> <laughs> Troy going to get it in, you know. You know and Troy, stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, it, it, you know. and I know Troy yeah. respects guys like Erod. That's what I'm That's saying. That's one thing for sure I know about Troy. He respects all the guys, man. But guys like Erod are the ones that really, you know, he really appreciates more than Erod. 100%. So, you are the third active defensive player that we've had in the fish tank recently. We had Jalen Phillips. I just told you we had Nick Needham, and now yourself. And I, it's kind of an interesting dynamic going on right now because there's there's a new sheriff in town, mm-hmm. right? Coach McDaniel, uh, and and all that comes with that. Um, but then on the flip side, as you said, the defensive staff there hasn't been wholesale changes. So can you, on one hand, talk about the dynamic of what it's been like to have Coach McDaniel here and and, and what the the feeling is around the team um, and the energy that he's brought. But then on the other hand, especially as a leader on this defense, how how much do you feel that that is a real positive for a defense that has had success, that is respected throughout this league, to have some continuity from, from what you guys were doing to where you are now? Yeah, what I respect the most about Coach, man, he came in and he was himself. You know, he's not trying to be what out the ordinary mm. or be, I don't know, you know, sometimes you can put so much expectation on a person and just them being the person that they was to even get this opportunity. That's right. that's that's what you hired. That's what you and you can see that every day. You know, he being him, he expect a lot out of us and whatnot. And uh I can say like his offensive mind, like, just seeing, like, certain stuff in practice, I'd be like, bro, like, hold up. So you're already noticing that? Yeah, like, I'd I be like, okay, like, okay, he put this one. Because I'm, I, I I don't like losing. Right. So I'm I'm dialing up, like, oh, yeah, you, you know, you a whiz, I'm, I'm fit to show you. Like, you know, <laughs> you got another thing, like, I'm, 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 you on math, I'm on algebra. With, you know, I'm seeing it before you seeing it. Like, I know what you fit to do. I'm a, I'm a, and then it'd be like, oh, hold on. Oh, okay, hold on. Yeah, he did. Like <laughs> oh, right. hold on. Hold on. So great. I come in from, I'll be hot. I go and put it on the board. Ah, I see what he did. Then he'll line up, same thing, do something else. Yeah. I like that. You know what I'm saying? I, and he, he, I feel like he know he'll be getting me and he'll just look at me like this. Won't say nothing, just look at me. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if he ain't have his shades on, he'll wink at me. You know, so I, yeah, I be like, <laughs> so I, I just be like, oh, that's great. You know, but you know, his, his personality, the way he is, man, and, um, it's him, you know, and you, you see a genuine person being himself and leading a, a team the way he wants to lead, yeah. you know, and whatever he asks me to do as a leader, I'm going to do it because that's the head man. So what you need, coach? I got you, you know. And, and that whatnot. authenticity, from what I'm hearing, must go a long way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So You know, that's, that's, that's a great point, man. Talk about Coach Mike McDaniel being a leader. We, we both know. The leadership you bring to this team, mm-hmm. you know, and that me and Seth talk about it all the time. And we do the post game show, yep. and we talk about the leadership. And like you talk about the times you weren't out there, we we were missing some of that leadership. And so, I know the team looks up to you, and I know you embrace that role, which is it's important because 
you know, you, you said it yourself, you know, when you're out there battling on the field with your teammates, you know, you, you want to bust them in the mouth, but then you're, you're that leader in the locker room when they can come talk to you, you know, afterwards, man. What does that leadership role mean to you? How does it, how does it feel when dudes do come up and talk to you and they, you do embrace the conversation, sometimes away from football or about football? What does that role mean to you? Man, it's kind of crazy because, like, I'm, I'm from a military background. My dad was in the Army. So I've always, when I first started, I was at New England, you know. I know, we know, we know, we know. But I used to sit in my locker. We're going to see how long and we can guys, get through this. Guys used to go up to Dante Hightower and, 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 and Devin McCarty and just talk to them, man. And, and it was everybody. And I'm like, man, that, you know, that's how I had it in, in, in college, you know. We can get to Lee, it grown. You you got a grown man, not a not a eighteen year old that don't really know what he's doing. You got a grown man really looking up to you, bro. Like really, and I was like, man, that's what I want. Mm. That's what I want, you know. And um, when I left New England and came here, me and uh, Hightower, you know, we were real close, talk all the time. You know, he had a real good conversation with me, and he was like, it's your time, like it's your time to to embrace it, you know, and don't change who you are. You know, I was real, I'm real big on not changing who I am. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. And the challenge I feel like with a lot of people, why they run away from leadership is because now you got to hold yourself at a certain standard. Right. But once I had kids, I'm like, if they know their father is at a certain standard and they looking up to me, they going to always want their standard high. So why should I be afraid of it? So I embrace it. When I mess up in practice or when I do this or when I do that or, or stuff ain't right, the coaches might be like, E-Rod gonna get it right because we know him. And I was cool, coach. But no, that ain't the standard. I'm I'm not leaving here until we get it right today. And tomorrow I'm gonna make sure the defense got it right. Or we gonna make sure it's right. And stuff like that, because you expecting it out of me. You're not just expecting me to say, I get it right tomorrow, coach. You know, I'm 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 texting my linebacker coach. I'm seven years in, I'm texting him. I ain't changed nothing up from when I was a rookie. I'm texting him. What you need, coach? Uh, hey, coach, this play, and he texting right back. We going back and forth. You know, my, man, my, it got to a point. My wife, no, he probably know it on the phone. Linebacker coach, how you day? I walk in, and but see, me and my wife got a method now. So she know if I don't see him on a, a Wednesday to seven o'clock at night, when he get home, I know he fit the play. The kids the whole time. We ain't because I close the playbook. Once, all I, done. once I leave right. here, it's closed. So I'm. A, it might be late when I get home, but I left it here. And stuff like that. And, you know, she respected. And then she know once Friday hit, we going out to eat. You know, we da da da. Saturday, she say, You ready to go? So you got damn right. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's what's up. Let's go. You know, I'm ready to go. So she know I embrace it. And um, it, it, it's kind of motivating because it's a sacrifice. Leadership is a sacrifice. And sometimes it can be lonely, you know, because until you can get guys to just embrace it and understand it like that. You, you'll be like, man, like, you know, but, and me, I don't believe in you use the same leadership on everybody. Correct. Because we are all different. Correct. That's why I love to get to know my teammates. Because I might can't, I can't get on Jalen Phillips like I get on Nick Nina. I can't get on uh, or, or have a conversation with Jerome Baker like I would do Gridley, hmm. you know, or, or, or Ray Kwan on the O-line and Christian. Like, I can't, they, I mean, on the D-line, they, they different. You know, and I talk to them all different ways, you know, and stuff like that. And I tell them, hold me accountable. I want them, I don't care if you're a rookie, hold me accountable. 
because I need to be that same guy every day. It's hard, but hey, I got to do it because yeah. that's the role I embrace. Well, it seems like you got some of these young guys. I mean, the young guys on that defense seem like they're coming around. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you look at Javon, you know, Hollins and those guys, you know, it looks like a lot of those guys are starting to understand that, mm-hmm. that leadership because it seems like they're way more mature. And I think that comes through, through leadership mm-hmm. where these guys are way more mature than their, their age or their years in the league or indicate. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I think that starts from the top. Yeah. And I told Javon, man, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get to points. When we be in games, because leadership ain't about falling one person. You need more than one. Yeah. I told Javon, it's going to be times I say, and get behind you. Let's ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be that same leader. I'm going to be that same follower that I need you to be when I'm leading. That's got to carry weight. You know? I think when a young guy yeah. hears that from someone he respects, yeah. that's got to carry mm-hmm. some weight. And, you know, I just tell him because we all need each other. Like that, same with Jalen Phillips. You know, it's anything can happen during the course of a game. We need you. And we gonna all lead, we gonna all follow behind you. So, all right, Landon, we're gonna dial it back a little bit. I want to okay. give folks a little history lesson. Talk to me about Port Arthur, Texas. <laughs> Talk to me about Memorial High School, which, by the way, Juice, I don't know if you know, and I don't know if you know this. So, you are the fourth Miami Dolphin, from what I saw, at least the fourth Miami Dolphin that has come from Port Arthur. I don't know if you. So, Duriel Harris, we hear about Duriel all the time. Okay. These might be names that don't even mean anything to yeah, you. Yeah. So, Duriel was a wide receiver here okay. before like the Duper Clayton mm-hmm. time. Uh, Tim McHire was a defensive back. Mm-hmm. And then, sorry, Juice. But, nah, yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> so, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. I know Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know from Jimmy. Arthur, Texas. And then Landon Roberts. Yeah. But talk to, tell us about what, because I know that that town is still near and dear to your heart mm-hmm. i know and we'll get into some of the things that you still do to engage that community but talk about life growing up in port arthur texas man it was you know it's a small community but at the end of the day it's texas yeah so it's a big sports community big football you know small town so i feel like in every small town you have your you know your bad side to it you know and stuff like that but um for me my community I feel like it built the chip on my shoulder. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, you know, my community made me. I don't, I was blessed enough to have two parents in my household. I feel like my parents built a foundation that made me. Mm. But my mind, like Port Arthur, put my mindset in the right direction of when you going through adversity, you can't break me because I'm going to find a way. That's what my hometown did for me, mm. you know, because you see a lot of people go through adversity and it just tear them down. Yeah. I embrace it. Come on. I know it's coming sooner or later. Come on. You know, sometimes everything be going so good. I say, dang, we ain't hit yet. <laughs> Wait, I know it's coming. <laughs> right, right. Like, you know, I'm prepared, you know, but. I, I, I'll teach you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is coming. <laughs> it's been too good lately. You know, it's coming. You know, and uh, I feel like that's what my hometown did for me, man, because, man, we have a ton of great athletes come out. Uh, Before me, you had Jamal Charles and uh, who you had the Babino brothers. One played for the Seattle Seahawks, one played for the the Falcons. Uh, Matter of fact, that's Jason uh, family uh, and whatnot. And we just had a lot of great athletes, and it was just like, you know, the ones that didn't, you kind of look back and be like, ah, if they would have just, or they didn't let this get to, you know, right. and stuff like that. So I didn't want to be like that. Can I say I was the most talented out the area and I was the best this, best that? Maybe not, but I was the most focused. Right. I was the most driven. 
Hmm. I feel like I didn't let things get in my way. That came from just seeing how my dad and mom went about everything. I tell people all the time, I never even knew we were broke. Right. When we was kids. Right. They made a way. Yeah. And when I got older, I looked back like, damn, we were broke. How the hell they do broke this? Yeah, yeah, we were bro- man. Mama, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, son, we just let that check bounce. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea? You know, and stuff like that. Yeah, they so. wrote it in front of you. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah, it looked good. Know back yeah, they, they, they cool call. with it. They <laughs> smiling like it's nothing wrong. You know, I'm like, man. And stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that's, that's what my community did for me and whatnot. And uh, I'm still very involved in my community uh, and whatnot. I don't, you want me to lead into that? You I, do your thing. What role? I, uh, yeah. what me, and my, uh, me and my family. We opened a uh, a landlord daiquiri den down there and whatnot. It's doing very well for the area. It's basically uh, you can come, uh, go through the drive-through and get a daiquiri, or you can come inside and enjoy yourself. We're not a club. We it's like a lounge, good vibes and stuff inside on Fridays and Saturdays. We do little, uh, live music and and on, uh, we let vendors come out and we have a like a food truck area and nice. we let them sell food and we you know we don't get nothing off of we just let them sell their food and whatnot yeah. and stuff like that. an opportunity to run yeah, a business that's opportunities awesome. and stuff like that and, and that's what we embrace in the community and my brothers they're down there doing a great job running and when i'm able to be down there i'll be down there you know and whatnot but they do a great job there yeah and i think there's i mean you do a lot more in the community you know we've done the, some research and stuff it's not just uh, you talk you talk about that place you also talk about the concrete business that mm-hmm. you ran you know when I mean, you're talking about spindle top concrete one, what got you into that first? And I know it brings a lot to the community. You talk about, man, you do different things like that. It, it gives people opportunities within your community, man. It's, it's good for somebody like yourself that goes back and gets involved in a lot of things like yeah, that. Yeah, and it was kind of crazy because I always wanted to, you know, like that area, it's like, it's a lot of people with, with traits, but it's not a lot of opportunity from a job yep. standpoint. It's not that people don't want to work. It's just don't have none out there. So they have to move away to get good jobs to like provide for their family. Which so I was like, man, like this industry out here is a big oil and gas. Well, everybody's going to, uh, it's like Beaumont, Texas and Houston to get concrete. So one of my partners, he came with this idea and I was like, man, he's in the gas and oil. So he kind of knew how to, you know, go about it. I'm like, man, this can bring jobs to the area. This can really help people like stuff like that. And we can uh, start a, like a, cause we got like, in our high schools out there, it's got like something called Steelwell. So Steelwell, basically, you can go get your um, certificate certification oh, okay. to be able to be a um, CDL, get your CDL and all that to be able to get a job and pour concrete. They teach you how to pour concrete. They teach you how to drive the truck. So you can get all them traits and then come out there and start awesome. working for us. And not and have to not relocate. And- not have to relocate yeah. and stuff like that. And one thing about that industry, Man, we can leave here and you see roads getting pulled. There's, it's all, there's no lack of concrete. Houses stop. always getting nice. built. Roads are something always yep. going on with cement and stuff. So you always know that business is going to be running for them people, so they, for their family to keep going. And the, the how we got the name of Spindle Top was because before the oil industry in uh, Port Arthur really just boomed with Motiva and uh, Totel and Valero, it was, it was called Spindle Top. And I whatnot, that. spindle top, and you know that's what we it's came up with the Texas name. Oil yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The country. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. That's what's yeah. up. And now, I mean, all right, we might as well keep going. 
I understand you're in a wrestling coffee shop as well. Yeah, so yeah, what I mean, man. I mean, you just nonstop, bro. Yeah, yeah it's, I love this, it, but it's this, just yeah, so diverse. Like, I love it. Everything concrete is there. and coffee. Yeah, like, this this <laughs> the most. So the concrete is like you know bringing jobs and it, it makes you feel good that you're doing something for your community. But like the landlord, the the coffee, it's kind of like oh this is a little fun, you know. So like when I'm home and I see everybody having a good time and landlord is fun. So like ran across this opportunity to open a coffee shop slash speakeasy in Houston. And I live in Houston. Like there, I stay in Sugarland. And I was like in it. They had this perfect location in downtown Houston, walking distance from the Rockets, and we right across the street from the soccer stadium. I'm like, oh, this, this. So I'm like this. So, you know. Uh, he just wanted a place to have yeah, out and drink some coffee is what so, it sounded and like. I lo- man, I love coffee. Right? Man, I love coffee. And it's no lie, true story. Let me tell you how I got into coffee. So as a rookie, no lie, I could not learn the plays. I could not learn the defense. But it wasn't that I wasn't putting it in. It's just by the time it was time to, to take it from the, the film, walk through to the field, I was tired. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, I'm so tired, I can't even remember it. Right. You know, so we had that year, it was Cyrus Jones. He said, man, just get you some coffee. <laughs> I said, man, I don't drink coffee. He was like, all right. And he just left it alone. Keep sleeping there. Keep sleeping there. So next, next thing you know, I'm like, man, I can't get it. So Kamu Grugier Hill, we went to, we got drafted to New England together before we both ended up here together. And I seen him and he was like, you know, he was having a pretty good camp. But every day I seen him with that coffee. <laughs> so I'm just looking like. I never would have put this two together. Man, I'm, I might need to drink. This might be what I need. Man, I drunk that coffee. And the rest was history. I'm seven years in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seven years in. I drink, look, I drink coffee. As soon as I wake up in the morning, like if I'm fit, look, we fit to go to practice. I drink coffee, no lie. This is a true story. <laughs> I can't Every that. game, I ask our nutritionist, Ted. I say, man, can you please put a, uh, uh, what was Ted there with John here? I say, can you please put coffee in my locker? So before we go out, I drink a hot coffee. I don't care what the temperature is outside. It be honey, you know, Miami hot. It be 110. I'm drinking my coffee. How much do you really need it now, or has it just been part of become it's part of your This is a part process. of my routine. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I was. This is a part like, of my routine. It, it worked when you needed yeah. it to and work, I, but now it's don't break it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't break it. Don't super, fix super it. Super man, on I am. It's like cleats. Like man, I'm bald out. I'm gonna keep wearing them. I'm gonna keep wearing them cleats. Oh, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Because mm-hmm. Jerome Baker, it'll be 6 o'clock in the evening. He'll be like, E, you got a cough? I say that, hey, don't, them checks going to be right. He say, <laughs> drink your coffee. Oh, <laughs> man, he always told me, like, it's 6 o'clock. I say, don't worry, I'll be able to fall asleep. Right. He's like, man, if I drink a coffee at 6, I'm up all night. Yeah. Man, I drink coffee at 6, I can still go to sleep at 9. you sleep, you're out. I'm knocked right. out. I like it. All right, you work knocked it in. Out. So... Juice and I have been dying to ask you this. Okay. Week three last year. Okay. Las Vegas. <laughs> all right. Raiders are driving down, just about to go into the red zone. And then the unexpected happens. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing historically in your, you know, if I look back and watch all the film, I'd never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Your ass is going 85 yards the other way. Yeah. Tell us what happened on that play. And so, as he said, we do the post game show. So after I hear from your side, 
just break that play down for us because it was such a dynamic <laughs> highlight. But we had a little debate afterwards that I want to fill you in on. Okay. So, so yeah, tell, tell us about that play. Okay, so that play is kind of crazy because I thought New England was going to hit me with that play. Mm. The first game of the year because how we do certain things on our defense. So I'm like, me and my coach, you know, this is a true story. You guys, Coach Campanelli, we talking about this. I'm like, yeah, but if this happened, the number three guy going to hook behind me. So he, we was like, I said, I got to let that go to the safety because the tight end dragging across. And nobody on him. If I, if I take him, nobody's on this guy. So we talked about that. We uh, won. Wow. And we just always repped it in practice like that. So it was crazy because it was Hunter, right? Uh, the tight end. I don't for, even remember. It was I was Hint too Rose. busy yeah. just going it was the tight end. Yeah, yeah, tight end. So the yeah. tight end, mm -hmm. this, the only way they can run this play, he got to keep coming across. So when I seen it, the Raiders game, I triggered. Mm. And Eroh was in his face, so he had already threw it because it's a spot out. they got to throw that play to. Right. And he stopped because he sighted adjustment. So he seen me and he stopped the tight end. Well, uh, Derek didn't see him stop because Eroh was in his face. He got to get it out quick, and he know he's going to run to that spot. So I literally knew that that that's the only way they can run that play, and I just met that spot, and the ball was right there. I love the mental yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It was out. That's critical. Yeah, Ow. critical. It's out. Yeah, and so, and, here. so here's here's where the debate came in. Yeah, that '85, I'm like, <laughs> Erod's gonna be tired as hell the rest of this game, man. Erod's gonna be tired as hell because that we used to go in '85. That's early in the game, right? And man, I was like, man. I don't want to hear the rest of this man. game. Like, I'll give him the halftime. Yeah. But after 12 minutes, his yeah. ass better come out. He's got to be ready. I so, should have said, if I knew the coffee this, story, I would this, this have tired the whole game after that. This is. This is me, the PR guy, talking. We talking. We comfortable, man. I, I tell you, people laugh at me all the time. So, it was already a long drive. Okay. It was a long drive. So, when I picked it. You go right back on the field. Right, right. Yeah, because they can't. Right, right. I think so, they went from the 15 to the 20 or something. So I'm like, man, I can't, I can't go back out this next possession. So I look at Bay. Hey, you got to get through it. You got you got you, you got me. I got you. So anyway, we got a three and out. So I'm thinking I'm be good to go. And I don't never take the little, the oh, oxygen. Right, I can never right, do it. Right. So I'm like, give it to God. I couldn't get back. I'm like, man, what's going on with me? I can't get back. I'm in shape. Right. What's going on You're with me? Right. So I'm trying to get back, trying to get back. I didn't get back right until the third quarter. Right. After halftime, I was back. Right. Yeah, he was right. like, he's going to be tired. I'm like, Juice, it's the second half already. I don't want to hear. I was back that's after, after, after halftime. Yeah. Okay. You talk yeah. about me. He went 80 this way, you know, playing defense. Mm -hmm. Then he had to go 85 the other way. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's 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 a long haul, man, for anybody. Yeah. Well, sometimes in the press box, I got to get up and run. They got the hot dogs out or something. Yeah, yeah. And I got to get back to my seat so I don't miss a play. Yeah. So I guess I get it. After that game, I was never stubborn, stubborn again with the oh, yeah. like, I should have just took it it's right It's there away. for a reason. Right. Yeah, it's like yeah. the coffee. It, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I, didn't, I did not get right to the third quarter. So, that's good. so we're kind of both right? On that? Uh, yes, I'm, we'll I'm, take that yeah, as a but push. I knew, man. I was like, man, because I, I felt you on that one, man. <laughs> Look, I felt you on that one, bro. And it is there. so yeah. crazy because when I was running, so I took off, and I looked in the jumbo, so I'm like, oh, they ain't behind me, so I start cruising. So then he rode pull up on me. He like, keep running. I'm like, e, ain't nobody behind me. So he pushed me, so I'm really tired. So I'm like, man. And then your, your boys come, right. and it, I don't know why we do this as football players. 
while we hit each other in the chest hard, on the helmet, hard. I could not breathe. So <laughs> as I was getting there, it was getting taken. <laughs> Like that, no lie. I don't see how Xavier right. keep going to the crib. Cause we do it to him every time. He right, right back on. The, he ain't got a toy. He better be on that field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he the code. He a. Yeah. Hey. And you know what defensive out. players do all the time too? More than offensive players, do they meet at that camera. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're big plays mm-hmm. like a, a team meeting at the camera. Now, I hope it was on the same end, end yeah. zone that we scored on. Cause mm-hmm. then you gotta sometimes they go back down. Go back. I don't know, but he was looking for that damn oxygen. Yeah. I was, <laughs> man. Too funny. Man, that thing ready. <laughs> e Rob, you and I both know, man, that um, some of the most important times in a football game: two minute warning, two minute, two minute drills before the half, end of the game, man. So we've got um. We're going to put you through the, the fish tank two-minute drill. Real it's quick. a two-minute warning okay. right two here. Two-minute warning right now, and uh, we'll pick up the pace and we'll fire some questions at you and, uh, you know, see how you respond to them. Mm-hmm. So, Preach, are you going to get the clock? We've got to get the stopwatch. Okay. We'll run the clock. Okay, we're going to start the clock. I'll hit them with the first you question. Got, let's knock it's it a two-minute drill. So, do I just answer them quick? Whatever you want. Some you can, quick. You can expand you upon it. So, you can call an audible. It's yep. all good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll give you one timeout. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how it works. Okay, we're We're figuring it out, too, as we go. So, we'll just roll with it. All right, we running, Preach? Here we go. First question, what's worse, a Boston winter or a Miami summer? A Boston winter. Why? Man, it's cold hurt. It's cold hurt. I'm from Texas. Do you prefer playing in Miami or visiting Miami? Both. Oh, so living in Houston, you were visiting Miami anyways, and playing in New England, you were visiting down here anyway. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is South Florida, Juice. There's a reason you've never left. Hey, after after we won the Super Bowl my rookie year, I was in Miami the next week. I like (laughs) that. I like it. It kind of works that way, doesn't it? I was in Miami the next week. We couldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Most physical player on this team not named Landon Roberts. You gotta think yeah. about it, cause it kind of. Yeah, cause you got some. They gonna get mad at me. Uh, when you say physical, what you mean? What, whatever. Most physical, uh, hardest hitter, hardest yeah. hitter on this team, not named Orlando Roberts. Javon. Okay. The yeah. brings it here. The hat like that. Yeah, huh? Javon bring it. Okay. And Brandon Jones. I need, both a, I need an audible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still got to be a leader once you leave here. So I like, I like We'll take it. And we'll that D line, they come with it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah Christian run all the way down the field, like put it. it on you. I like it. Uh, all right, I got it. I got, we got a, all right, we're good here. <laughs> Biggest Port Arthur legend, Janice Joplin. UGK. UGK. Oh, that was hey, quick. Hey, that? for life. <laughs> you know that was coming quick. There was no, yeah, he wasn't thinking twice. So about if you that. get that orange jersey, do we expect to hear a lot of UGK out there? The, the first song. <laughs> the, the first song. They, they know not to give it to me. Put it in there. I like it. You got it. Okay. Coffee shop. You're going to open the coffee shop. I'm looking at your shirt. What's a better name for the coffee shop? Dark Grind, which I think would be a good name for a coffee shop. Yeah, it is. Or how about Robert's Roast? Ooh, Dark Grind. Dark Grind. <laughs> we got one left. We got one left. All right, all right, all right. Best linebacker to ever catch a TD pass from Tom Brady. <laughs> He landed Rob. Hey! That's a two-minute warning right Landon there. Robert, I like it. Man. Yeah, we'll shake some of that time off. Mike Brady, we're going to have to take a break on this. <laughs> hey, he caught, what, 11 of them, but they were yeah, like They weren't that far. They're going right. to catch him. Yeah, That's going to catch him. <laughs> I like it. He didn't have to look for the oxygen. Yeah, 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 he did. Oh, that was good that stuff. Was that was good stuff. Well, hey, man. I have enjoyed watching you play, but this was maybe more fun Absolutely. than yeah. But I am looking Absolutely. forward to this season. So thank you for coming in here and spending man, some time. Man, I with appreciate us. you guys having me, man. And 
Yeah, man, it's it's, it's gonna be a fun one. Yes, sir. Thanks for diving in, Iraq. Oh yeah, most definitely. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living, OJ, Juice Man, this is strictly for them true fans, golf fans, number one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank, go get your aqua orange, yeah it's time to dive up in that fish tank, it's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank, rocking with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank, Big or cry hard, leave it all on the field. We gon' try hard, old school, a new school, mix it in. Feeling like we up close when we listening. Dolphins tales in Miami is the deep end. We vibing with our favorite players, no secret. We get with Seth and McDuffie, bringing up stories we never heard to the public. Bet we love it. Dolphins fans never budget. We loyal to the team, whether happy or we upset. We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. And if you ready for that water, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. You looking at that fish tank, it's time to dive in. Fish tank. Go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rapping with OJ and Seth, time to dive up in that fish tank. Dog fans with attitude, we about to dive up in that fish tank.